0: What's up, everybody? My name is Cam, and I'm your host for the Big Yikes podcast. Good morning, Big Yikes Nation. This is coming out at 10 a.m. Utah time. So, if you are from a different state, I don't know what time it is, but welcome back to the podcast. As I said last week, I do have a very special guest this week. I brought Addison Ray. You guys know a TikToker Addison Ray. Yeah, I have her on my podcast. Say hi, Addison Ray.
1: Hey everybody. I'm just kidding. This is
0: Addison Mackenzie Hansen. Um, my friend group, or like our friend group calls her Addison Ray, shout out Karina, and it just like stuck. And it's funny because we'll go out to public places and refer to her as like Addison Ray, and people kind of just like oh, look at us. <laughs> I don't know. It's silly, it's silly. So anyway, um Addison Ray. I don't know I mean, Addie. Um tell
1: the people just like a little bit about yourself. Okay, awesome. I was born in Orem, so I'm a little Orem native. Um, yeah, I grew up LDS. I went to BYU for the first few years of college and then transferred to UVU. Um, lately, some of my interests, lately I've been really into cooking. I really love Korean food. So I've been teaching myself how to make korean food using i don't know if you guys have ever heard of mong but she does like youtube videos how fun yeah it's kind of fun i love it i
0: don't like it's so funny because i never see like oh rarely i see like my friends actually like cook and so yeah i know you do cook but i'm like i never see you cook so i don't, I don't know if my friends can cook, <laughs> but i know I you can i don't know if i'm good but i'm trying my best That's fun though. You're really taking up like a hobby. Um, Addison Ray, we're going to tell people how we met. I'm going to tell you how like I knew you. So this is so funny. We were talking about this last night. I was like, okay, I want to introduce adding my podcast, but I was like, Hey, wait, how did we meet first and foremost? I had to like pull, I had to go way far back. Um, last year I was asked to sit in on student government interviews for my job and she was interviewing for an executive assistant position for like the student body president. And I remember you came in, Hattie, and you were like it was on it was on team, so it's hard to be like super professional, but you were like so professional. You had all your question like your answers ready to the questions and I literally remember messaging the president and I was like if you do not hire her as your assistant like you're actually a dumbass because she will keep all of your affairs in order like i like from that 15 minute interview I was like I know this girl knows how to do her job anyway so I didn't really like know you but then Priscilla had to go to St. George for a leadership conference and you were there at the same time and I went down to visit my brother because he was living there and she was like can we go get lunch and I was like yeah and she's like can my friend Addie come and I was like sure like I don't care and then I remembered. I was like oh Addie from like the interview and you you got it like I never like knew what happened so I was like oh, thank god that girl hired her because it would have been yeah. dumb as hell I, I mean I'm sure I didn't have like a huge influence but I was like don't be dumb like get someone who can do the job so that's how I know Addie Hanson
1: so I really have you to thank for my first semester at UVU that's a lie that's a lie <laughs> no I do <laughs> Yeah, that's so funny. Honestly, like my first perception of you, I feel like, well, obviously, I met you for the very first time at in St. George at that conference at the (laughs) Chick-fil-A, literally at Chick-fil-A in St. George. Shout out. Love that. And we literally, we talked about like deep stuff for that first like hour and a half,
0: didn't we? Yeah. Not us talking about, it was like, it was like deep, a-, a Chick-fil-A and like people were just looking at us like, what is going on? But I think that's when you know, like a good friendship is kind of formed as mm-hmm. maybe like not too right off the bat, but it's like, I could have good, honest, like conversations with Addy and it wasn't like weird or
1: like awkward or like I was pulling for something out of you. Definitely. Yeah. And I feel like after that, I remember coming home. Like I thought you were really cool when I first met you. I remember you had a cute outfit on. And we were in your other car. My fiat before it got wrecked, so we had to shove someone in the back seat.
0: (laughs) I was literally in the back of Cam's fiat. And I'm not a little girl, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Crunched in half. I literally was like, you can put your legs on all the seat. Like sitting in the back, I was like, uh. Anyway, rest in peace to the fiat. Cause like she is gone. It almost has been a year.
1: Like, I am thinking of her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We we remember her with fond memories. Yeah. Yeah, but that's so funny. But after that, I feel like my like I'm trying to remember I think it was because I started looking at your guys' Instagrams because after I came back I started following Priscilla and then through Priscilla I think she had posted about you or something maybe on her stories and I like went through and I like stalked cam as you do with like you new friends to, you literally have to
0: be like let me perceive what is this person about like do I actually want to be friends with them
1: and I immediately knew I wanted to be friends with you <laughs> Because like you had a really cool style, which I feel like that's usually an indicator for me if like I'm gonna vibe with somebody. Maybe that's that is judgmental. I
0: um, everyone out here cannot cancel Addison Ray though because like you guys all do the same. Like I do the same. You know what I'm saying? Like if you want to be with someone like friends, with someone cool, you gotta make sure they pass the a vibe. So I'm glad I passed the vibe check.
1: Yes. So I knew that was going to be something we found in common. And then after that, I think I saw some of your little, you used to do like daily vlogs. I guess you still do, but they're in a different format. And I just thought you were super cool. So I knew I wanted to be friends with you. And I literally remember telling my sister too. I was like, I'm like so excited. I'm like starting to hang out with this girl named Priscilla and she has a friend named Cam and I just know we'd be really good friends. So I hope that like as I become closer with Priscilla, I'll also be able to meet Cam.
0: Are you manifested. (laughs) No, I literally think um, it's so strange how, you know, one interaction can lead to, like, a whole friendship. Like, had you not interviewed or had you not come to school, you know what I'm saying? Like, we wouldn't be friends. And, like, or, like, if you didn't come to Chick-fil-A, like, it's actually crazy.
1: I know. And I'm, like, so grateful for that because now, I mean, if you guys could see me now, I feel like I have, like, the coolest friends, Cam being one of them. And I just am so grateful that I made the choice to transfer to you because... I literally would not have the front group I have. I would not be as mentally well. No, I think about that all the time,
0: like how cool, like I think our friend group, right, are just a bunch of girls that I lucked out with and I'm like, they're all so cool. They're all so driven and we all are so different in so many different ways, but I don't know how, we yeah, we make it work. Like we have similarities, but it's just like, what, what kind of friend group is, th- I think that's the ones that like work the best. But so you said, you mentioned that you transferred TV from BYU. Um, tell me a little bit about your decision. First of all, to go to BYU, but also then to like
1: transfer, also tell the people what you're studying. Um, okay. Yeah. A lot of questions. I feel like... Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, I think my, my initial choice in going to BYU is because my friends were going there. And as like a teenager, I was very insecure and really appreciated my friends. I feel like they were the only thing that felt like consistent and constant in my life. So two of my really good friends from high school were going to BYU. So I was like, okay, I don't want to have to go to college and start all over again with friends. That was really scary to me. So that was like my biggest choice in going to BYU. Not a great choice, you guys. Like I love my friends. Don't get me wrong. I think it was just not the reason that you should choose to go to a school I <laughs> think that's
0: hard because yeah like after high school it's like well what's everyone doing and then you want to have friends. making new friends is so hard especially at college and like mm-hmm. I don't know if you moved out or what the, but like roommates too was so scary and like I, I've really <laughs> I really have lucked out I think in like the roommate department I've had some crazy ones mm-hmm. but like okay BYU
1: I'm like set the scene did you live in the dorms you have to right no, actually, I didn't. You have to live in BYU-approved housing. Oh, so right. they don't really have that anymore. I think they've, like, dismantled that system. But I think uh, I moved out, and I've moved into a place called Raintree. All- yes, in Provo. And so I moved out with my cousin, who's my same age. And she actually had graduated a year early from high school, so she had already been to a year at BYU-Idaho and then transferred to UVU. So we moved in together, and then we had four other roommates, and it was a lot, six girls.
0: How many bathrooms? You know I'm going to I'm gonna have to ask. I'm, there only two.
1: There were two. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I've even heard of some pro-performance only having one. I would actually girls? kill myself if I had
0: to share a bathroom with five other girls. Because, like, imagine. You're like, I literally have to shower. I literally
1: have to poop and get ready. And it's five other girls. No. Yeah, I would hate that. That would literally suck so bad. So that was an interesting experience. I feel like, so I guess setting the scene. In, in high school, I'd started kind of – like, rethinking my faith, and I didn't really know where I fit with everything, and so moving out and going to BYU was really hard, because you have to, like, attend church, and you have to have, like, uh, you have to follow a certain set of rules.
0: I was gonna say, I remember my roommate bringing, like, a paper to our house, being like, well, this was, like, five years ago, but she was like, you have to sign it, saying, like, it's all girls that live here, and that, like, you're fine with me living here, and that I'm gonna follow BYU's rules, and I was, like, I was little
1: 18, and I was like, What? (laughs) Yeah, that probably means it wasn't, like, BYU-approved housing. Okay. So she had to get, like, certain – yeah. Anyways, so that was an interesting experience, and I feel like that first year was kind of hard for me because I started noticing that I felt differently about church than my peers did because my roommates, two of them had just come home from a mission, and they were really good friends. Actually, from New Zealand, where are <sighs> New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. And then my cousin was preparing to go on a mission. So I just, like, I can remember a few experiences where I just, like, really noticed that I wasn't as involved in church as some of, like, my roommates and peers were. I'm like, was there, not
0: like, I don't think there's a life altering experience that's like, oh my gosh. But do you recall maybe, like, one or two times where you were like, I don't know if this is something that I'm, like, rocking with, or were you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what added up to get to kind of where you're at today?
1: Definitely. I think it was recognizing, my queerness, because in high school, I don't think that's something that I really, like, identified with. I think it scared me a lot, and so, but in high school, I feel like I had a few classes that they talked about, like, laws surrounding people being queer in the states, and that was, like, something that was really off-putting to me, how many people were literally just homophobic. So, so, that definitely was, like, the tipping point for me. I started noticing that I felt differently about, like, church because of that. And then, eventually, that led to me kind of, like, disassociating. Not disassociating. <laughs> but I'm, like, pulling, pulling back. back. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm disassociating. Okay. Thank <laughs> well, you I'm so good. much. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, you'll notice I have a hard time with vocabulary. So, anyways, uh-huh. moving on. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my first year at BYU. And then, a lot of my friends went on missions the second year. So, then... I moved back home for a year because I didn't know who I wanted to live with. And that was really hard. I think that year where my all of my friends were gone, my cousin was gone, I didn't really have a support system, and I didn't really have, like, a stable job that I really loved. So I, it just felt like everything was out of balance. So that year at home was really hard for me.
0: I think living at home, like, side note, like, after high school at any point it's just hard because this is like the time right where you're supposed to like be doing fun adult stuff and i lived with my dad yeah last year and i was like I can't I, I my dad was like you can bring friends over and like i did a couple times but i was just like it feels weird because like literally my dad's here <laughs> and then you're like a little out of touch like i lived 20 30 minutes away from the school so i was like i just have to drive and i don't know yeah. so i'm sure and then yeah not having friends it's just like boom boom like you were just
1: getting knocked down <laughs> literally and then there was like the whole issue of my parents being like do you want to come to church or no and so it just was like a dynamic that didn't really serve me i love my parents but that was, was yeah, a difficult situation and then we entered covid and so that was even harder because i yeah i feel like it was i was even more isolated but then some of my friends came home for their mission and i was i've always been heavily influenced by the people around me especially my friends And so they kind of, I don't know, reconverted me, I guess, with the church. So I started going back to church. And then eventually I lived with two of them who had come home from their missions, one because of COVID and the other just because she finished her mission. And that was like a really influential time in my life where I was like very active in the church, had a really strong testimony, um, and then eventually even gotten down in the temple. So I feel like I was definitely influenced, I don't know, in that way.
0: I think it, yeah, that's hard. Like, you're trying to navigate your queerness, obviously, in high school. And then going through this and kind of like, I'm sure maybe that there was a poll of like, okay, hey, what do I want to lean into more? And I think, I don't know about other people, but I've heard lots of people being like, well, in church, they'll say, like, just pray it away. Or, like, you, you know, have the did anyone ever tell you that? Like, were you ever open about your queerness where someone was like,
1: pray it away? Like, what was your experience? Yeah, I don't know if I even really recognized that part about myself until I was, like, really out of it. Mm -hmm. I think I was so afraid of even exploring queerness because I knew what the church's policy was about it, and I knew what other people would think, or I assumed what other people would think about me, especially, like, family and friends. So I think that's not really something I experienced until, like, six months later. Because, like, I went through the temple in like December of 2021 after all my friends had gotten home from their missions and then like six months later I was experiencing some doubts but not enough to like push me one way or the other and then they did a like LGBTQ plus ally workshop at views Institute building, and my friends had invited me, and that whole process was like very telling.
0: say <laughs> was, so, was it not in, Like, what mm-hmm. was the vibes at that workshop?
1: It was interesting because at first I was like trying to get on board because that was something obviously I held very dear to me, and so I was like, okay, yeah, like I really want to know how I can balance like being an ally while also being a member of the church. And then as the workshop continued, I think it was like a month and a half long, and it, they hosted a different event every week. And some of them were like uh, interviewing queer people in the church. Some of them were, yeah, like learning from people's experiences um, with like queer family members or friends. And the whole time it just like the, in my head, I just kept thinking like, you can't really be queer and be a member of the church. Like it just doesn't work. Like you literally have to sacrifice so much of yourself and, I think what we think, like, what we prioritize in life is, like, relationships and love, and you can't do that when you're a member of the church. You can't be with who you want to be with. There's just, there's so much homophobia ingrained in what was being, like, preached back at me, and it was just so off-putting.
0: Yeah, I have a couple friends um, who are still, you know, pretty religious and are queer, and I... I don't ask a ton, but I'm like, how do you balance both? Because yeah, of what, what is being taught? Like in the church, you, you can't marry someone of the same sex in the temple. You, you know what I'm saying? Like the, so it's just like, how do you, I think I've had conversations with friends too, where it's like, do you feel the need to stay with an organized religion? Or, you know, like, can you kind of pull back and be like, you know, I can't have a personal relationship with God. And like, I know God understands me if you, if you do believe in God without having everything else kind of come along with it right
1: without like the organized structure of religion i totally agree and it's different for everybody like obviously i'm just speaking out of my own lived experience but that like whole experience was like i was yeah i was just so amazed that people could devote such long periods of their life to living and associating with a religion that didn't fully accept them So that whole summer, the summer of 2021, I think I was going through that like faith transition, or at least I don't know what to call it, faith journey. I was trying to figure out what felt right with me and what didn't. And it was just a slow process from then on. I think like each and every week I just would, there'd be something else that would come up for me that I was like, oh, I just don't really know if that works for me.
0: Wow. I'm like, I feel like when I've talked about religion with people, the years 2020 through like 2022 have been really telling for everyone on their kind of relationships with religion, whether they kind of choose to stay um, with a religion or like religious at all, or if they've kind of like pulled back. Um, I'm like, can I ask, where are you now? Like, what do you vibe with? Do you still
1: believe in God? Like kind of, yeah. Where Where are we now? Yeah, totally. I think now... I don't really think I'm a member of the church. I haven't gone as far as like removing my name from the church or anything like that because I don't really feel it's necessary, but um, not really something that I like affiliate myself with. I don't really know where I'm at with like a higher power or religion or like spirituality in general. I think after that whole experience, it kind of like left things up in the air for me, but I'm also okay with that. Like I don't feel any need to decide right away what I believe. I don't feel like there's a hole in my life. I've I've always felt like things just work out the way they need to. So whether that happens now for me, where I like where I decide what that means for me now, or like in five years or ten years, that's totally fine with me. i just take it one day at a time.
0: I'm like, wait, I love that. No, that's that's great. I think that's very valid and understanding. I'm kind of similar in the way where it's like I know I still believe in God but I definitely have pulled back from going to church like I used to go once a month just to like kind of go and see but I realized like I didn't feel like I always felt like anxious and kind of like angry um because not that you can control what people say but I I always noticed like someone always said something off putting that I was like this this doesn't bring me good good vibes (laughs) good feelings so um being able to kind of just step back but also keep a personal relationship was something that I still believe in and again like i don't know where like or like on the scale like how much or how so but it's like i know that something's still there i guess so that's very interesting thank you for opening up about that um moving on to kind of exploring your sexuality like when like dating 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 when you're queer i'm like tell the people tell the people
1: I laugh because I know Cam knows I just don't date. <laughs> hey, this
0: is a lie. I know that you have, and I know that you will. It's okay to be on a hiatus, girl. You know, I'm on a hiatus as well. I haven't been on a date in almost a year, and that's fine. I'm mm-hmm. on a long hiatus.
1: I feel like I dated while I was at BYU more because I definitely felt like the pressure. I think there's like maybe a subconscious pressure to like date a lot because a lot of people are. I don't know how much context your listeners have to the LDS church. Oh. Sorry. I feel like because we are based in Utah, a good majority of them should have, um, but
0: yeah, just like basic culture really quick. of like, especially in Utah where we both grew up, the, the very standard thing, right. Is to grow up, Go on a mission or go to school, get married, have kids like pretty young and then like settle in. It's like obviously I think more I guess they want you to have a career as a woman now. But I know like back in the day it was like women like your your main responsibility is to have kids and nurture. But it like was like, no, you get married. Like even after my mission, it was like I felt the need to like go, go, go. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. So, yeah, that's that's the vibes that um, Addison Ray wanted to give you context for. Thanks.
1: Yes. So I feel like that's when I felt the pressure was a lot at BYU. So I definitely dated more, not a lot, um, and all men. So that was interesting. And then after, yeah, obviously my experiences with church and kind of stopped, when I stopped affiliating with the church, I started realizing that oh, <laughs> why I was really passionate about those issues was because maybe I was a little gay. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit gay. So, yeah, that's definitely something I don't really know where I'm at with it now. Like, I don't really have a label or anything, but I just, I don't know. I don't really feel a need to have one, yeah. I guess. No
0: specific, like, identifiable. You're just
1: queer. Yeah. Just queer. And so
0: Good for you. Um, I'm like, <laughs> tell me about a date from BYU. Like, someone, you know, during your time at BYU, I would like to hear a story. Yeah, I see you rolling your eyes. I would like to hear one or two instances where you went out. And then maybe that kind of helped you identify, like okay i'm a little gay. <laughs> yeah
1: i think one that comes to mind when i was like really trying to put myself out there i just put myself on dating apps and i was only i don't know I was matching with people that i wasn't maybe uber attracted to but i just felt like i needed to try so i went you're like sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyone i ever went out with that be where you're like mm, you're ugly <laughs> Wasn't everybody? I thought was ugly. I get, I get that though. When you're like, I'll give like we've all been there, okay? When you're like, yeah, I'll just give it a shot because it's like, ah. And maybe I felt like there was less at
1: stake when I was going (laughs) out with somebody. It wasn't like (laughs) medium
0: medium ugly. You're like, okay, if it
1: doesn't work out, we'll be okay. That's so rude. Oh gosh, sorry to this person, but (laughs) name drop. You're like, just so you know. (laughs) I don't even know if I remember their (laughs) name. Okay, okay. So I we'd gone out. And first of all, they did not have a car, and so we. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait! You gotta tell me like the build up. Like, what
0: app did you match on? How long did you talk for? What were the plans? And then go into the story. Sorry, I always recognize like I ask people stuff, and I'm like, I need to ask them for more context, or they're not gonna get it.
1: Okay, yeah, totally. So we had met on a dating app, probably mutual, I'm guessing, and then we had hadn't talked for that long, but we just like we're gonna go out. So he asked me if I wanted to go to the penguin brothers i think that's what it's called like a little ice cream shop in Provo. and he was like okay i don't have a car but i can meet you there i like because i have to (laughs) he's like i'll start walking
0: early (laughs) i don't think the lime scooters were out at this time so that man was taking public transit (laughs) he was taking the bus so (laughs) he had to check the bus schedule yeah it's actually precious he's dedicated yeah i'm like he's like i'll meet you there girl that's when you i'm like we'll give him points for that yes definitely give
1: him points for that did you not offer to pick him up No, but I did give him a ride home. (laughs) There you go. There you go. I don't know. Anyways, so we met there, and it was so awkward, like literally just so awkward, and I've always had an issue talking to men. (laughs) This is just so telling. (laughs) What was it that you were like, yeah, like, "Mm mm-mm the conversation was just so flat i mean like, i'm pretty social so i don't have a problem asking people questions like i can keep up a conversation but when it's like so awkward i know it's not my fault because i'm like i've asked you enough questions girl you just gotta respond and like ask me question back and the whole time was just so awkward and then we're going to my car afterwards i'm like oh i can like give you a ride home no big deal and he was like can i hold your hand
0: get me i'm like just in your car you're like i gotta have 10 on two, all the hands on the wheel. (laughs) No, literally.
1: I was just like, hey, I was fresh out of high school. I hadn't dated a lot in high school. And I just thought it was so weird. I'm like, sure. And so we held hands. It was actually to my car. I'm like, I love consent though. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I guess that was good. (laughs) And then we got to my car and then I drove him home. And then I was like dropping him off. And the place he lived in Provo was kind of like on a main or busy street. And so I had to, like, pull over, and he was like, we were just talking a little bit more, and I'm like, yeah, thanks, like, for taking me out. Did he pay? Yes, he did pay. And I was like, that was fun. Like, it's good to get to know you. Me, full well knowing in my head, I'm never going to see this person again. Like, no, the vibes were not good. (laughs) When you should have just said, "Um, Venmo me for gas money. Stay safe. We are never
0: going out again. Thank you.
1: Yeah, good luck with the public transit in Utah, girl. (laughs) It's not good, so love you. Thinking of you. Get a bike. no for real and then he literally turns to me and he's like can i kiss you <gasps> I don't you're mean. like read the room bubby yeah i was like girl based off this date you want to ask me that question well like you think it went that well that like
0: like you know no signs of like a touch barrier broken like you like he had asked i don't know you know what i'm saying like it's you should be able to feel the vibes and the tension and i'm sure there was not tension there yes. no none.
1: none and i was like no <laughs> I was like, literally, no. I'm like, I've known you for an hour and a half.
0: Have your hazards on because you're on the side of the road. You're like, yes. I'm literally in the middle of the road. No.
1: Yeah, literally. I'm like, girl, we're around people. Like, people at, going to BYU are walking by my car right now. Like, No, I'm not doing that. And so I was like, yeah, no. And then he was like, okay. And I'm like, yeah, good to see you. Like, bye. And then he left. And then on my way home, he literally texts me. And he's like, sorry, I tried to kiss you. And I'm like. Girl, it's okay. just don't even mention it. Like you should have just taken the L and not texted. Are you not embarrassed? Like do not text. Do not bring it up again. Do not. Literally, I was embarrassed for you. So, anyways, that was one date that comes to mind. It's just literally so awkward. And I will admit, I was probably awkward too because well, I was. Dates. First dates are really awkward in general. So it's a very vulnerable position to be in. You know, you're like meeting somebody in the context of like it being romantic and so there's just the vibes were weird so yeah that was just one date experience at BYU I had others that were better but that was a very strange one (laughs) I'm
0: like can you tell me and the people your first queer dating experience to be totally
1: honest I haven't had a lot Mm -hmm. I think right now where it's at I don't know I think I still have a lot of like, boundaries with dating. And I know we were going to talk about this, but I think... Just jump right in, girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm fat, and so I think a lot of times... <laughs> <laughs> just so everybody knows,
0: yeah, <laughs> I forget that, like, people cannot see mm-hmm. us at the table. So I also grew up chubby, Yeah, we were going to jump into it, but I might as well jump in now.
1: It just has such a, like, close relationship with my dating experiences. So, yeah, I'm fat. <laughs> Anyways, so I think growing up fat and... Like dating while being fat well people weren't like explicitly rude to me because of that it's definitely altered the way I like view dating and so now with me being on my dating hiatus and then experiencing my queerness while being on my dating hiatus I haven't dated a lot yeah
0: no I get that um I also grew up chubby fat yeah um and like I think you I mean, you know, I think society, you know, it just varies. Like, you don't look like this, right? I've, I've told the people I've dressed business professional at the age of seven um, just because, like, nothing fit. And I talk about, like, style and finding your style. And I do think, obviously, um, the image society wants every woman to look like or even, like, men um, does have a very large impact on you. Like, growing up, like, for me, like, I will look back at photos. Um, I've always been, like, the bigger friend. And I'll look at photos and be like, I wasn't even – Like, compared to my friends, I'm like, I don't even look that big. And I'm like, why was I so worried? And even, like, today. So, it's definitely taken me, and I'm still trying to get comfortable. But, like, recognizing, like, no, I am beautiful. I am stunning. I am sexy hot sleigh. And, like, you are more, like, learning personally that I am more than just, like, how I look in my body. Yes, totally. And you are sexy hot sleigh.
1: Thank you, mama. So are you. (laughs) Thank you, girl. Yeah, it's definitely been a process for me. And I feel like I've come a long way with my own the way I view myself like I feel very confident day to day I don't think about my body that much like occasionally obviously with anything when you've like, experienced being fat or also like body dysmorphia I think occasionally you see like a photo or of yourself or I don't know perceive yourself and maybe it'll throw you off a little bit but for like the majority of my like lived experiences right now I don't really that's not really something I struggle with I have a lot of confidence until it comes to dating then i struggle with it
0: um okay i'm like let's can we unpack it here on the podcast like why would you say like when it comes to dating because i'm like girl you have per- and i think one thing that does teach you if anything when you grow up chubby as a kid is to have a personality mm-hmm. people want to know why i'm so funny let's let's, <laughs> let's talk about it trauma um not being the prettiest in the room like there are multiple factors mm-hmm. and that's just how you learn to get a personality because no one's gonna first of all base their attention on how you look if that makes sense like to yeah. me that's how it works so it's like I need another factor of how I'm gonna capture a room
1: yeah definitely I feel like I needed to prove myself mm-hmm. and I feel like we've talked about it too with like clothes too yeah. like with my personality like being funny or um yeah dressing a certain way so people would still have something to compliment me about those are like all thoughts I thought as a teenager which is so sad yeah and I, and
0: I think about that now and I'm like yeah I just feel so sad for her at that stage like me and you both like that we were thinking of things but also i did i feel like i did fit the utah mold very typically in high school but i'm glad i've been able to kind of like find my style and like become personal it's interesting because now i think it's taken a while for the fashion industry we still have a long way to go but to become size inclusive and realize that okay just because you're bigger than a size six we also want to dress like in style too you know
1: definitely and that's something like, I've always loved fashion, and as I've, like, come into college, that was something i consider going into, but not... i realized it wasn't something I was super passionate about, but I was passionate about the fact that there was nothing for me to wear. Like, I did want things that were cute and in style, and those just weren't always accessible for me, and so that was always something I thought about doing as a teenager. was, like, owning my own store that would have, like, things that were in style that were size-inclusive, which now I do think people are... Yeah, yeah they're a lot better than they used to be but definitely not where we need to be so yeah those are all experiences that i feel like we've, we have in common yeah
0: no 100 percent. but like dating sorry oh, so you no, no no we just kind of <laughs> got off topic so with like dating like why do you feel like i'm the same mm-hmm. and not like obviously we're going to be different but similarly different in ways where i'm just like is someone going to want I don't know and like am I gonna be good enough for someone to want me but it's also like uh uh-uh are they gonna be good enough for me like I have to go back and be like especially on first dates being like I'm nervous like what if they don't like me but it's like no this is like it's just like a glorified interview um with like maybe little feelings attached right so it's like no you gotta go in and see if you vibe and if you're feeling it because a lot of the times I don't
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's important to know your self worth, especially with dating. And I think that's where it comes becomes hard for me because I've always been aware of how other people are perceiving me. And so she's a self aware queen. <laughs> Another I thing we be. have in common. Yeah, we try to be. <laughs> I try to be. Anyways, so I think that's been hard for me, especially with dating, because I feel like I can. This sounds like horrible. But I feel like I can control how people perceive me in like friendships or in my family by, like, my sense of humor or, like, how I interact with them. But when it comes to dating, it becomes a lot more complicated to me because they're people I don't really know very well. I don't know their background. I don't know if they've done the work to overcome, like, fat phobic thoughts or things they've experienced, like, with media. I don't know if they've done the work to, like, dismantle those things. So it's really vulnerable to put yourself out there in a dating context where I've done so much work to, like, improve my self my image of myself I guess and other people might not have done the same so I might be interacting with people who say something insensitive or are rude and I think that is fearful for me that it'll I don't know bring things back up for me or my mental state yeah well
0: dating first of all is just like very vulnerable and so right there's all those and I think with the like assumption that this might not go you know what I'm saying most of the times it doesn't go anywhere sadly for the people and so it's like how do I want to open myself up to a point where they're still getting to know me and understand like how I think and work but not completely because this could also go nowhere I don't want to overshare
1: you know right yeah like how much do you get into in the beginning without like (laughs) just being too much information oversharing Yeah. yeah So, I don't, that's definitely been something I'm working on, I'm still working on that. Cam has inspired me. Cam is way better at like, I don't know, just dating in general.
0: Okay, me telling you so I haven't been on a date in a year and you're like, "You're better than dating." I uh I like a good dating app validation. There I'll say it. It's sometimes it's okay the girlies' guys' days like the boys like you got to pull up on the dating app sometimes you get a little bit of little flirty action nothing actually happens like to me dating apps are silly fun because they're not real unless you meet them so I like can say or like do whatever it's also hard to convey my personality over like text so um but I think it's hard because like you want someone in the future you like a partner you want like you know that Relationship, but you can't have that unless you put yourself out there. So, for me, it's hard because it's like I want that, but I don't want to put myself out there. Like, yes. I totally just want a man to show up at my door and be like, I'm in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna happen. So, I guess I don't know what are some things you look for that are like green flags mm-hmm. in like a partner or when you're on a dating app or like when you're talking to someone?
1: Hmm, that's a good question. Oh, girl, it's been a long time, <laughs> <laughs> I think. I don't know. I think the first huge green flag to me is if we have similar political affiliations. Real. <laughs> Cause I think that just represents so much more than a title. There's just so much that goes beyond that. So if I feel like we have a similar understanding of the world or if we at least, yeah, or like in a similar spot or could understand where each other is coming from, that is a huge green flag. Yeah. And then other green flags, obviously I feel like there has to be some level of attraction
0: with, uh, you're like I would hope so <laughs> Yes, yes. so
1: <clears throat> that's definitely something that I have think is important and I don't know somebody who's funny and nice like I think a big thing for me is how people treat especially my friends my family so that's super important for me looking for somebody who is kind and observant and knows when to step in and help out I think that's super important would you I know there's some people who like
0: not everybody, <clears throat> but want to date someone who has, like, very similar hobbies to them. Like, would you enjoy someone who cooks as well, like, cooking? Or, like, do you want someone kind of opposite of you? Like, what
1: are the vibes? Um, I don't know about cooking because I kind of like to do that by myself. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of bugs me when people are in the kitchen with me. But I don't know. I feel like interest, like, similar interests in hobbies is, like, fun. But I also, it's not a requirement for me. Like, if they're into things that I'm not, that's something that I can embrace. It's not yeah. something that scares me. Well, I think, too, it's in, like it's
0: fun to kind of, like, when they're not interested in the same thing, like, to share that because it shows that they are interested in you and they're interested in getting to know you enough that they're, like, willing to try new things or, like, you know, be yeah. interested in, like, what you like to do.
1: Totally. And I love, like, learning new things and have, like, developing interest in new things. I feel like even our friend group has yeah. helped me a lot with that. So. 100%. 100%. Your dream
0: date. Paint me your dream date. What would Addison... Mackenzie Hansen. I'm like, what would Addison Ray do? <laughs>
1: Addison Rye. Um, I think there'd have to be an element of food. <laughs> and I really love art. And so I feel like it'd be fun to go out to like a nice dinner. And then maybe go either have like a paint night or something or go to like an art museum. Or something with music. I love concerts. I love, love, love them. If I have money.
0: (laughs) If I have money. Okay. Okay. Sounds fun. I'm like, do you have a dream setting? Obviously, probably not. Like Utah.
1: (laughs) Ooh, like state and location? Yeah. Or like country and location. Like dream. is your dream. Yeah. If it could be anywhere, I'd definitely not choose America. (laughs) It would probably be somewhere like Europe or Asia or something. That'd be so cool. Yeah. No, I'm,
0: I'm the same of like... I hear, you know, the standard date, which I get is like ice cream because it's like cheap. It's still a fun activity you can do. No tea, no shade, like a little bit though, because I'm just like not a fan. But I do think it is quite attractive and nice when someone just pays attention to your interests and your likes and is like, let's do something based off that. Mm -hmm. And art museums is definitely one of them for me. Like I used to not really like art like Mm -hmm. when I was younger, but now I'm just like appreciating – literally appreciating art and being able to kind of see someone's brain articulate what they think of a piece um, and see if we're kind, not that you have to be on the same level, but right is like can have like those kind of intellectual conversations.
1: Totally. I feel like that even the art that people are interested in, I feel like tells a lot about them. So I love seeing what like people are drawn to in an art museum. So that's super fun. That would definitely be an ideal day. I think.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm like, and then you talked a little bit about, yeah, your partner interests. So, <laughs> I'm like Addison Ray. what are your what do you hope to achieve in like the next five years if you could tell yourself like I was telling Addy like before we recorded I was like think of this like a little time capsule it's like you can come back and listen to this anytime because it's on an open streaming service (laughs) but like what would you want to say or like what do you hope for yourself in the future?
1: Yeah, I have a lot of goals. I think in different categories. My big one right now that I'm focusing on is graduation because I graduate next spring. From oh.
0: tell the people. Sorry, what you're st- like? What did you start studying at BUU and didn't, like what did you switch to? What are the vibes?
1: Yeah, sorry. I feel like we've been all over the place, but yes, yeah, <laughs> no, <it's laughs> that's my fault
0: because I literally was like, here's the structure, and I'm like, you guys, we have not even had enough time to unpack each thing fully. I've just been like, give a summary of like, e-. that's pretty much it. So it's like, you want a second interview with Addison Ray? You let me know and I'll make it happen. <laughs>
1: And I'm really bad at summarizing, so that's actually my fault, not cams. But, yeah, so at BYU, I tried, like, five or six different majors. And that was also a big reason why I transferred to UVU because nothing was fitting. I tried two different business degrees. I tried uh, family, home, and consumer science. I tried, um, oh, what's the one where, oh, like, speech pathology. Yes. So I tried a lot of different majors, and nothing just felt – like me even today nothing really feels like me I still struggle with that I think it I was waiting for like an aha moment like this is it this is my major and that just never happened but that's okay so since transferring to UVU I originally went into hospitality management and I was hoping to do something in like the event planning industry especially with music I wanted to plan like concerts and tours
0: <clears throat> which I thought was so cool I remember you telling me that and I was like that is I'd never heard of anybody like, Want, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's like, that's what I want to do. And so I was like, that's so interesting. Yeah.
1: And that's definitely something I still think would be such a cool career. And I hope that my career can be expansive. That it's not just one thing. So that was what I started with. But then the major was just so strictly business courses. And that just really wasn't me. So I was like, okay, I'm just... I'm going to have such a hard time finishing my degree. And I already have had a hard time finishing college. So I'm like, I just need to choose something that comes a little more naturally to me. So last fall i participated in like a research competition with our friend priscilla and i realized i really loved sociology and i've taken a lot of sociology classes so i decided to switch my major to sociology
0: so is it just sociology yes
1: yeah i'm i've considered adding a minor but i just don't want to add more time i literally was gonna say i was like oh when
0: i've talked to like you know business people they're like yeah i think about adding a minor and then i was like yeah think about it and then i go to like my little graduation (laughs) track and i'm like I ain't no. no way I'm adding another semester or two. No, 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 no.
1: Literally, especially if it was a, was a summer semester. I'm like, that'll be strict No, <laughs> Me doing summer this summer, I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah, girl, I'm praying for you. That's yeah. crazy. Um, So with
0: sociology, like what is one career path or like, you know, what's the dream? Kind of like, what's the focus now?
1: The focus now is definitely getting a postgraduate degree. So I think I'll probably get a master's. I don't know if right after college, but definitely like a year or two after and then after that I've really considered working in higher ed so I don't know probably not a faculty member but I'm like a professor but I'm interested in working like as a staff member or I don't know something in leadership within higher education so that's where I'm at now I think really cool I'm like in five years
0: like do you think you'll still be living here do you think you'll be living somewhere
1: different like I don't know, kind of paint the scene. Yeah, I'm not quite sure, but I think I would love to live somewhere else. I've always loved New York, but I don't know if I could ever afford it. Same thing with California. I feel like either one of those states I would love to live in. So five years, that's a big goal, but I would love that. And then, yeah, five years down the line. Hopefully I'll have finished another degree and be stable in my career. And I also hope to have overcome my fears of dating. And hopefully I'm dating somebody or at least like, actively dating yeah. people because <laughs> we'll be 28 in five years <gasps> Ew, that's so old
0: it's funny to like, think about like the time when I was like yeah when I was younger I was like by the age of like 22 I'll be married and stuff and obviously like I'm grateful that it happened so I'm very like I don't want to I'd like to dream about the future but I'm like yeah I don't want to be saying this is what I'm going to be doing because that didn't happen so <laughs> literally I'm like ooh don't want to be disappointed in myself five years oh. down the line <laughs> Absolutely I don't want to look back and be like, Oh so you didn't
1: accomplish anything that you said. So that's great. Yeah, definitely financial stability. That is the biggest goal for me in five years. Right. Being a college student has brought out so many financial concerns, so that's definitely Being hard. an adult is not fun. It is not. So many responsibilities. I'm like, <laughs> literally
0: whoever said money doesn't buy happiness is wrong because money could solve a lot of my problems. I got ninety nine problems and money could be fixed by ninety nine
1: like you know. <laughs> yeah, money might not be happiness, but it is peace of mind. So, at least helps me get through the day, girl. If I don't have to be worrying about something,
0: I'm like, you're a nepotism baby if you don't check your bank account every day. I'll say it.
1: That is so true. Yeah, trust. But me. sometimes I really just be like, well, good luck. Swipe that card and be like, hopefully it go through. Fingers crossed, girl, because that would be really embarrassing if it didn't.
0: <laughs> no, literally, I'm like, well, swipe my card. I'm like, it went through. Perfect. <laughs>
1: so glad it was approved. <laughs> I'm like, stay safe to myself. Stay safe. No, seriously. Hopefully we can. Become more financial, financially stable
0: in the next year or two, girl. That's Manifesting, great. having money, like in a good yeah, good career, and hopefully just doing something I love, and yep. that is fun. I don't I don't know where life's at. It's it's hard because I think a lot of people are asking us right now, even though we have a year mm-hmm. left of what we want to do after graduation, and I'm just like, oh, great question. Next question. Like there are so many, and I think I get stressed out by the amount of options that we have. Do you ever feel
1: like? Like that
0: oh, stress.
1: <laughs> oh, definitely. Just because even myself five years ago, even myself two years ago was so different than who I am now. So I'm like, I know that the next five years, while well, I hope I have like hit these big milestones or goals that I also will have changed a lot. So I totally get what you're saying. Do you feel like there's like things that you have in your five year plan? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> what do I, mean? um, I have loved starting to begin to like love
0: traveling more again especially to london like i'm going back this summer and i really feel like a pull and just like not a connection because that's like cringy but i just like i just adore i just adore the, like what's there and the vibes that are there so i think eventually maybe not in five years i think this little soon but eventually i'd love to see myself living there not like full time but like maybe for like a summer for like work for like a short period of time definitely graduation right now in my life i'm trying to decide if i kind of want to pursue going to law school Or I definitely do want a post-grad education, so, like, a master's degree. Or I talked to Isaac when he was on an episode just talking, like, I do love fashion. And it was kind of, like, figuring out if I want to do something in that route. Like, if I did go to law school, probably for apparel law and there's so many right there's so many different directions like I don't I feel like the last couple of years I really felt the need to get out of Utah but for right now I'm like you know what I'm fine like I'm not in any rush but eventually I would like to live maybe in California or like that's or like Washington State um definitely graduate I hope in like the next five years that like yeah I can find someone to date or like actively dating and going out and in a place where it's like yeah I'm just like I don't know I'm having fun I'm starting to I need to remember like to live in the moment and just enjoy where I'm at instead of stressing because I'm a big stressor um maybe I don't know in like five years it'd be cool to like have a kid that sounds crazy but like yeah maybe like have a, I would have to get married like today but <laughs> that'd be really cool I don't know it's, it's so funny because it will be so interesting to listen back to this and and you know in a way and be like what kind of happened and what shifted and even like in a year when we're graduating like what plans are or if i'll just like work for a little bit and you know you never know what happens but i think like it's just fun to talk about it with my friends obviously and yeah. see and compare um compare and contrast like okay this is where we said like what we were gonna do and where do we end up total i don't know
1: um i don't know we'll see <laughs> cam would be the best mom i'm not even kidding i don't know if i want to be a mom but cam would be the best mom it's
0: funny because like I'm like mom of the front group, but I, I don't like kids. <laughs> and you know what's even funnier? Priscilla loves kids and doesn't want to have kids. Yeah. <laughs> so I told Priscilla, I was like, if I made enough money and I had a kid, you'd like nanny my kid. I literally told her that. Oh, I love that. That would be literally so cute. <laughs> but it's funny because I was like, I've never changed a diaper. I like, Are I... No, because I'm the youngest in my family. And like, I just don't like kids. And well, it's, it's funny because it's like yes, I don't like kids because I think they can be annoying, but it's like, I want my own. I know it's, I know that sounds so contradicting, yeah. but I do feel like, yeah, I would be a good mom. I do feel like I'm very caring, very funny, very realistic. So I would love to be a mom in the future.
1: Yeah. Cam, I don't know how well every everybody knows Cam, but <laughs> Cam just takes care of everybody and everything. Like she lives with her brother, is constantly doing things to her brother. Like doing his laundry and picking up after things and cleaning the house
0: not because he's messy just because I love him okay let me this. that sorry Weston
1: oh yes no it's not that Weston isn't capable or doesn't do those things it's just that Cam naturally takes care of people I think that's like one of her biggest like skills and things I love about Cam
0: thank you I love I don't know I love I think that's part of my anxiety is just like getting things done and taking care of people taking care of people i love and i always tell people like when i drink i'm like by the end of the night i will be sober enough to do the dishes um which uh, has happened multiple times only one one downfall but that's okay
1: yeah she's on a good streak yeah no but she does she just takes care of people she thinks of things that i think the average person doesn't really think about so I love Cam.
0: Don't make me cry. That's actually so nice. Thank you so much. Uh, Before we wrap up, obviously, I have to get your big yikes moment. Addison Rae, I want to know. The people want to know, what's it like being so famous?
1: It's just so hard, you guys. I I work every day so hard at influencing, and people just tear me down all the time. It's so hard and challenging. I'm
0: like, but the people are saying you are like... The it girl in fashion, so I think that's one. And I agree. I agree with the people that Addison Rae is up and coming. That she will be like, you know how like people like idolize like Paris Hilton for like her fashion. I feel like you're gonna be one of those people that like stay. So like, I do
1: love you, Addison Rae. I love the song Obsessed. Thank you so much, girl. You know me, my girl Courtney. We always have your back. So, thank you so much.
0: Um, Okay. Anyway, big yikes moment. Addison Rae, do you want to go first? No, um, I was talking to Addie cause I was like, I need to look through my camera roll and see, like, I forgot this week was a blur. This week was so messy for me and Addie. We had like interview, an interview for a position this week. That's just like been stressing us out. Dude, no, that's crazy. She pulled up a photo. That was crazy. Um, my big yikes, you guys is literally tax season. Like actually I usually use TurboTax and I just found out that like my school offers like a free like tax help and I went and the girl was so nice shout out Lexi like an angel she helped me file my taxes I'm getting a great return but I'm just like that big tax season is a big yikes in itself and I'll never understand it she literally tried to explain to me and I was like I'd stopped her I was like I'm sorry you know I really just don't care I just know I need to get this done and she was probably like what (laughs) um yeah so reminded to do your taxes hopefully get a good refund your turn Addie
1: Okay, Cam, help me think of this one because I'm having a hard time. <laughs> I feel like... I'm so sorry I pointed it out. You're like, oh yeah, then I was like, here. Oh, girl, I've been aware of it. That is something I'm definitely, like, that is something going through my head all the time. So, I my big yikes moment for this week, but actually just for the past months, has been, I think I get too passionate about what I'm about to say. So, my brain is working quicker than my mouth is. <laughs> so, I have, like, mispronounced words or just like rush through a sentence and people will be like what <laughs> like what did you just say it's genuinely very embarrassing something i'm trying to like be better at i think it's because i don't read enough that's definitely my goal no i think you're literally just because i'm the same where it's like i get too excited where you just oh. yeah i guess i don't know i feel like sometimes it's because i feel maybe that's just an insecurity half about not being like smart enough
0: but i'm like but also we love literacy so keep reading yes keep reading girls keep reading do you have any general advice for the public from Big Yikes Nation? Yikes, Big X Nation wants your advice. Like, what can you offer Big Yikes Nation?
1: Hmm. I think the thing I've learned the most in my 20s is just don't be afraid to upset people. I think that's been a process that's been very hard for me as I've, like, stopped affiliating with the church I was raised in and found... I don't know found out more about my like sexual identity and things like that those conversations are typically really challenging and come with some backlash so just don't be afraid to be yourself and believe what you want to believe and find the people that will love and accept you no matter who you are no matter where you're at in life even if that isn't necessarily like just your family or just the friends you've always had
0: I love that. That's so sweet. Uh, My advice for Big Yikes Nation this week is to clean your room, clean your room, clean your ass, drink water, drink water, drink water, water, please. I literally have my water cup right here. I'm like, some more. drink your water. Your liver and kidney will thank you later. Um, Yikes Nation, Wong Nation. It's been a pleasure, Addison Ray, Addie. I thank you for coming on my podcast. It's been a work in progress. I'm so honored. I truly am. Cam is
1: so cool. Way cooler than me. So I feel honored. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yes. Thank you so much, you guys. If you want to hear, I'm sure you do. I would love to have a second episode. We will renew your contract for a oh, second wow. episode.
1: Oh my gosh, k okay, will the pay better increase? Girl, <laughs> the pay <baby>. be <laughs> nothing. It better be more than everything bagel.
0: I literally i'm offering her an everything bagel and cream cheese to be on my
1: podcast uh, I'm, just joking. I'm just joking
0: okay uh big x nation wong nation it's always a pleasure um next week i do have you know that episode that we made forever ago yes. about <laughs> millennial versus gen z shout out to my sound engineer karina um that is coming out next week and yeah you know if you want to chat if you want to chat my dms are always open that's all i gotta say love you throughout the episode um addison ray
1: Hey Give me another sentence. Okay, well, it's the Affordable Care Act, not wait no, it's not the Affordable Care No, is it? It's, not. No, it's-